Well, new research into what causes Dunedin's groundwater levels to change could help to prevent future flooding in the city. GNS Science and the Otago Regional Council have released a report this morning showing that as the sea level rises, groundwater can flood parts of Dunedin from below before there's even any inundation directly from the sea. Now, Dunedin City Council says the findings will help it to deal with the threat of flooding in low-lying South Dunedin. The manager of of South Dunedin Future Project is Jonathan Rowe, who is with us now. Kia ora, good morning. Uh, tell us, what did this research tell you about the impact of, of sea level rise in South Dunedin? Good morning. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, so previously we knew that groundwater was going to be a problem in South Dunedin, but what, what this new research tells us is essentially where, when and why it's going to be a problem, um, in part because it tells us how it's going to interact with sea level rise in the future and what that means when we get heavy rainfall. So what was the new information there, or the pivotal information in terms of how you deal with that risk? Um, some of the reports showed that there's maybe less of a relationship between the oceans, so it's not as affected by the tides, but also sort of when some tipping, tipping points are going to be um, at around 40 to 60 centimetres of sea level rise, which could be expected to occur kind of later this century, about 2075 and maybe early next century. And what can you do about it? Well, we can do better planning. So basically what the information enables us to do is have better conversations with the community about sort of what is happening and when. And we can also plan better responses. So that's whether that's on that spectrum of fight and flight, so building more kind of pumps and pipes and more infrastructure to manage the groundwater, um, or looking at nature-based solutions like um, parks, wetlands, where the water could go or drain to. And we can make planning decisions about where and where, uh, where and when people can build and intensify, or when we might have to move people. And does it sort of illustrate uh, where you should be going in terms of a managed retreat? Should that be happening sooner rather than later? What it does is help us plan those timeframes, and we can look at areas that you know are going to be more affected by um, groundwater in the future. So we should certainly think about not intensifying those or not continuing to build and consent in those areas, and then. Yeah, absolutely. It allows us to look at areas where, hey, um, this is going to be lower risk in the future and should we be looking at um, moving people to those areas? We heard earlier in the week about the purchase of the uh, the old race course for Re Park there um, to use as some sort of uh, mitigation mechanism. Does this validate that option? Absolutely. So if you look at the groundwater report, um, Forbury Park is sort of in blinking lights there. It shows how low it is and how high the groundwater is and when that's going to emerge. So it, it's, it's a high-risk high site, if you like, and the council purchasing that now enables us to sort of factor that into our plans. Do we use that for you know, a, a wetland or, or a park or something that takes pressure off other parts of South Dunedin? Appreciate your time this morning. That was the manager of South Dunedin Future Project, Jonathan Rowe, with just some new research there into Dunedin's groundwater issue.